Hey, Praise Chapel Paramount, welcome to our podcast. Hey, this message you're about to listen to is from our Sunday morning service. It's actually our Mother's Day service, so it's a special service with uh, both Pastor Omar and Lethe, and they're both speaking a message on uh, on mothers, and so hope you encourage. There's two different messages in this one, um, so be blessed. Good morning, everyone. I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all you mamas out there. I want to shout out to my sisters, all five of them. Happy Mother's Day. I know our mom is not here with us. She was the best mom ever. You know, we miss her. We're going to miss her dearly. I want to also shout out to uh, my beautiful daughter-in-law out in Texas. You know, happy Mother's Day, Mija. You are such a great woman of God. You know what? The way you handle your children, awesome. I am so proud of you. Hi, Ellie. Hi, Bella. Grandma loves you. I miss those girls, boy. I wish I was over there right now. Anyways, mothers come in many variety, many varieties. Moms of one, mega moms, super moms, single moms, homeschool moms. I know there's a lot of homeschool moms right now. Grieving moms, empty nester moms, mentoring moms, adoptive moms, new moms hoping to be moms, and struggling being moms. Which much variety, our look on Mother's Day can be very, uh, uh, many different emotions that come. Whether you are up or down, God is in the middle of all this. He is the Alpha and Omega. We need to lean on him and not on our own understanding in whatever circumstance we find ourselves in. You know, I had the greatest privilege of staying home and raising my boys. Yes, I know it was a lot of hard work, but you know what? It was only through the grace of God that they're all doing good. They're serving God in many different ministries, and now they're leading in their own home, and I am so grateful for that. Thank you, Lord. Have you heard of that saying, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy? That's pretty true, huh? You know what, ladies, if you want to be happy, we need to take some time for you. And today is that day. Take some time for self-care. Taking care of yourself is an essential part of being a good mom. Our lives are pulled in many different directions. And if we're not careful, we can explode at the littlest problem. That's why it's so important to get renewed and get recharged every single day. We don't want to spill our stress over to our kids, our husband, people all around us. And I know I've had that, I had those days where I just like exploded. But thank God for his forgiveness. Number one, we need to renew our thinking. What goes on in our head could be crazy thinking sometimes. And when our minds begin to race and out of control, We need to bring every thought to captivity. Like it says in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 6. Write that down and read that later. And also in Philippians 4 and 8. I'm going to go ahead and read that. It says, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right. Think about things that are pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you've learned from me and heard me and saw me doing. And the God of peace 
will be with you. Amen and amen. Also, a good practice would be is to find someone trustworthy to talk to. This right here is so important, ladies. We need to start talking to somebody that will listen to us and that will give us good, sound advice. We can't keep everything bottled in. Otherwise, we're going to be an explosion somewhere. But you know what? After spilling my guts to someone and crying, I felt so much better. And I feel I can tackle on a little bit more. Come on, ladies. You know we need this. I can hear you say amen. Number two, recharge yourself. Just as the phone needs to be charged up when the batteries are going down, so do we. In the word of God in Lamentations 3.23, his mercies are new every morning. Every morning when you wake up, it's a new day. So whatever happened yesterday, forget about it. Thank God for his mercies. Thank the Lord that you woke up, that you even woke up. Thank the Lord for your children, for your husband, for your families. We need to feed on God's word. It helps us bear good fruit. And in John 15, 5 says, tells us that Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. And in him, we bear fruit. But apart from him, we can't do anything. Amen. Also, make sure you are physically nourished as well. This is very important. Drink plenty of water to hydrate yourselves. Because sometimes when we're tired, we ain't got no water in us. So drink up, drink up. That is water, okay? Eat good, wholesome food. You know what they are. Your mama always told you to eat your veggies, and she was always right, so eat those veggies. Also, get some physical activity. Go for a walk. Go on a bike ride. Release some stress. When we do this, it releases endorphins in our body, and it's a good field hormone. We need that. We need that in our lives. Go on an outing with a friend. Get some adult conversation going. Remember to do everything in balance. Also, rest. Try to rest and go to sleep a little earlier. Turn off that social media. Turn off that TikTok. It can get very addicting, I heard. I don't know. I haven't been on it. And lastly, in Psalms 46.10, it says, be still and know that I am God. All in all, we're going to have to trust in our creator that he has everything under control. God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. And in Joshua 1, 8 and 9, says, study this book of the law continually, meditate it day and night, so you may be sure to be all that is written in it. Only then you will succeed. And verse 9 says, I command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Mamas, you are doing such a great job. Be encouraged today. Have a wonderful day. I wish I can just hug each one of you. Sit down, have a cup of coffee, and just chat a bit. I miss you guys. And you know what? Soon we're going to be doing this. So I love you. Miss you all. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Good morning. What a powerful message from my wife. And I, I 
believe you're going to be inspired. You've been inspired. God's really ministered to your life and uh, just love her and appreciate her and looking forward to um, just what God's going to do for all you ladies today and um, the blessing of God upon all the mothers. So again, happy Mother's Day to all of you. And uh, it's a special day. Uh, we also want to give you our appreciation. My wife and I uh, came here yesterday, and uh, they kind of set us up. We didn't. We thought we were doing some other stuff here, recording some things. And uh, our church did a drive-by pastor's appreciation. So uh, we we thank you. We love Praise Chapel Paramount. My wife and I were completely surprised, completely off guard, and. Uh, you guys got us really good, and uh, uh, lots of people from the church came by and uh, just uh, gave us thank you with balloons and, and poster boards and all of that with their whole family, carloads of people uh, just driving through our parking lot saying thank you and gifts and cards and all of that. So we, we just love you. We're really overwhelmed with the love and appreciation. So thank you, Praise Chapel Paramount, all, the, the, all those that were able to make it. And those I know that many weren't able to make it, we love you. We thank you. And uh, we even had a drive-by by our house. Somebody said, well, I, I missed it, but I wanted to come by. So thank you, all of you. And we love you and we appreciate you. My wife and I are so grateful. Uh, but I just want to take a little bit here, uh, a little bit uh, time here to... Again, I'm not going to minister very long. We, you've got to, you got to hear some ministry from my wife. You also got to hear from uh, several people thanking their moms and uh, just showing their appreciation. So today is a special day, and every day is a special day for moms, actually. And there's a famous scripture, a verse of scripture in the Bible that all of you ladies are familiar with. And if you're not, I'm going to read it to you out of Psalms, I'm sorry, Proverbs chapter 31. It's called The Virtuous Woman. It says, who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done virtuously but you exceed them all, it says. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her uh, of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. So the Bible says the virtuous woman who fears God, a woman that, that acknowledges God and honors God, she is the woman that is praised. And by her husband, she's praised by her children, and God recognizes that woman. And so I want to pray this morning and ask for the Lord to minister to all the ladies, all the moms, and uh, uh, again, everyone that's watching, I believe this message will minister to you. And so let me pray. Father, we thank you today. We ask your blessing upon everyone that is watching. We pray for the anointing of your grace upon every word that I speak today. Help me to speak your word with clarity, and Lord, help me to speak it with anointing, and Lord, let them hear the voice behind the voice, and we know it's the Holy Spirit, but it's also my wife today, so God bless you, amen and amen. Uh, there's several times where children write letters to their mom, and uh, um, one of them said, Mom, uh, wrote a, a Mother's Day card to his mom, his name was Robert, he said, I got you a turtle for Mother's Day. He says, and I hope you like the turtle uh, better than the snake that I got you last year. Uh, 
Eileen said, dear mom, he says, I wish Mother's Day wasn't always on Sunday. It would be better on Monday so I don't have to go to school. And then John said, thank you, mom, for being wonderful and caring and not making meatloaf anymore. So you can imagine kids just are, they see the craziest thing, right? And then, and then this one is another one from Carol. It said, dear mom, here are two aspirins. Happy Mother's Day. And then this mom said that uh, she really, this is from a mom, a kind of a short story of a mom perspective. And some of you moms will probably be familiar with it. And she says, um, she came to, she, she was uh, uh, taking her little baby a bath. And she said, mother, will you put my poop away? And he had pooped in the bathtub. And he set them aside for her to put them in the toilet. Being real polite, right? Another one, another lady, her name was Julie. She said her three-year-old was ask, act, acting very silly. And she said, man, I wonder where you came from. And he looked at her with a straight face and said, Target. So that just kind of tells you something right there. Uh, there's a five-year-old girl who wanted to be a bird. She goes, Mom, I want to be a bird. And it wasn't to fly around and be cute, but it was, she said, if, I, if I'm a bird, I get to poop on cars. So it just kind of tells you what kids' minds are. But what's the difference today between Superman and mothers? Superman is just a superhero now and then, but a mom is a superhero all the time. You guys love this. Women, you're really going to like this one, so get ready to clap on this one. Get ready to shout especially if your husband's around. And this kid asked his dad, what's a man? And the dad said, a man is someone who is responsible and cares for their family. And the kid said, I hope one day I can be a mom. I can be a man like mom. <laughs> so there, there it is, what kids will say. But today, of course, is Mother's Day. And so we want to honor the, the women that are made a difference in our lives today. And maybe it was, um, it wasn't just your biological mom, but maybe it was, uh, or wasn't your mom that gave you birth, but maybe it was uh, 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 someone else that came to your life later. Or maybe it could have been your grandmother, or maybe it could have been an aunt, or it could have been a sister, uh, could be a, a dear woman that changed your life. So all of these uh, ladies who made a difference, their moms, and even though uh, some of them may not have their own biolo biological children, but they've been a mom to you, and so we want to recognize all of those moms as well. And uh, I, I picked this up, and it said, mom, here's this word mom, see that? When you turn it backwards, it says wow. So you moms are wow, okay? Just say Wow. Some of, you, some of you children and dads need to look at, look at your wife, look at your mom and say, wow, okay? I love that. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers of all ages, from the newest mom to the mom that has raised their children and now they're grown up and have children of their own. And let me just say this. I need to say this to everyone that's listening because sometimes uh, people can look at Mother's Day and it's not in the same perspective that uh, the majority of us have. Maybe some of you, Mother's Day is the difficult day because maybe you didn't grow up uh, with your mom or um, possible perhaps you didn't have the best mother or if some of you, your mom passed away. And so 
uh, talking to a pastor uh, not too long ago, and he said him and his wife, both of their moms are um, passed away, and it'll be five years that they're not able to say Happy Mother's Day. Or maybe you're out there and you want to be a mother, but for whatever reason, uh, you cannot be. And some of you moms are out there today, and uh, when you think of Mother Day, it could be a very tragic thing. Maybe you uh, lost a child to sickness or maybe a miscarriage, and so some of you uh, moms may be in pain. Uh, could be some of you moms are in pain because of a wayward child and all of these different things. Or some of you single moms out there working so hard to nurture your children. And so I recognize all of that. But I, I, again, I believe the word of God has an answer. And I believe the love of God is that of a mom. Uh, let me give you a little Mother's Day story. There were two children and it was on Mother's Day and they came to their mom's bedroom, they said, Mom, you stay in bed today. They said, this is Mother's Day morning. You stay in bed. And so as she lay there looking forward to perhaps a breakfast, she could, hear, she could smell the, the bacon, bacon floating from the kitchen. But after a long time, she waited. Finally, she went downstairs to investigate, and she found two of her little boys there eating bacon and eggs. And she said, what's going on? She goes, as a surprise for Mother's Day, we decided to cook our own breakfast. You don't have to today. So this is how kids think, right? But all of, of all the human expressions uh, that we can have of love, the love of a mother transcends them all. And uh, if you've been able to experience that or see that, a mother's love, the way she takes care of her children, the way she looks over the welfare of her children and the needs of her children. Everything else is secondary to a mom when it comes to taking care of her children. Uh, from the very beginning, when that mom has that baby, a mother has great hopes for that baby. She's going to provide for that baby. She's going to make sure uh, that this baby is going to have the greatest opportunities in life. And what goes through the mind of a mom is, is not something that is small, but she has great hopes and great dreams. She observes that child. She knows when that child first rolls over. She knows when that child first crawls. She knows when that child first takes a step. And uh, she has, uh, uh, she remembers when that child said the first word, mama. Uh, when that mom takes that baby to the doctor, the routine checkup, she, she observes, makes sure that he's weighing correctly or he or she is weighing correctly, that she's in good health. All of these things is the mother's concern. And even as they grow up and they become, they get into adolescence and then they become a young adult, man, a mom does not stop loving her child. And there's a love of the mom that just transcends anything else that any human could ever experience in life. Her love never stops no matter how old you get. Uh, this is a quote from a mom, and an uh, anonymous, we don't know who wrote it, but she wrote this. Nine months ago, I carried you, waiting to finally hold you in my arms. My body grew, my skin stretched, I had aches and pains and strange cravings, but it was all worth it. You said hello to the world, and I was amazed by your beauty and, over, and overwhelmed by 
by your love or by my love for you. I had sleep deprivation. The house uh, never became tidy. And I often questioned myself if I'm doing, doing it right. But it was all worth it. Yes, my body changed, but it created life. And it was amazing. And instead of sleep, I had cuddles. Instead of a house, I had a home. I carried you every second of your life, and I'll love you every second of my life. And the author is unknown. That is the mother's heart. And so some of you moms out there know exactly, can relate exactly to what this person wrote because that is a love of a mom. And so I'm going to give you several illustrations, Mom. I want to encourage you today and just kind of give you the heart of a mom, but I want to also compare that uh, to the heart of God because the heart of God is so so powerful today and in 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 second uh, samuel chapter 21 it says david gave these seven sons to the gebanites and the bible says the gebanites killed them and hung them on stakes on a hill in the presence of the lord and it said all seven sons died together and they were put to death during the first days of harvest at the beginning of barley and Aya's daughter, Rispah, took the rough cloth that was, shown, that was worn to show sadness and put it on a rock. And she stayed there from the beginning of harvest until the rain fell on the sun's bodies. And during the day, she did not let the birds of the sky touch her son's bodies. And during the night, she did not let the wild animals touch them. And so here's the powerful story of a mom who was fighting over the bodies of her son. Now, if you know the story, the Bible said the Gebanites had made a covenant and the king of Israel at that time was Saul and Saul violated that covenant and he made war against the Gebanites. And when King David became king, uh, the Gebanites came to King David and said, we had a covenant with Israel and it was broken by King Saul, the previous, the previous king. And so they said, give us seven of his descendants and let us kill them and, and, and execute them. And uh, this, this uh, violation would be resolved. I guess that's how they did it back then. And the Bible says that Saul had two sons from a woman by, Rish, by the name of Rispa, And Ar- Armoni had another, uh, uh, some, uh, had some grandsons from him. And so they took all of these boys and the Bible says that they were hung on these stakes and they were exposed there not to be buried. And the mom, Rispa, one of the moms, because again, this was, uh, 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 these were several, they weren't all her kids, but she had two of them were. But the Bible said that she stayed there and fought for the preservation of the bodies of these children, even the bodies of her children that weren't even biologically her. This is the mom. She not only cares for her own kid, but she cares for the other ones. And the Bible says she fought off the beast at night and she fought off the birds of the air during the day, the vultures that were trying to come and devour those bodies. This mother endangered her own life for the sake of dead bodies, she just felt like it was dishonorable that the bodies of her children would lay there 
and be, be eaten by animals. She just could not see that. And so she stood there fighting them in the daytime and fighting them at night. And I mean, how did this woman sleep? And she, she did it on her own. Nobody told her. It was out of her own heart. This is what happens to a mom, right? There ain't no hood like motherhood, right? There's something about it. And Rispa never left her side. She was there day and night until she was, she was really wanting to bury them, but she was not allowed, allowed to, but she did everything. She stood diligently against the predators. She stood diligently against those that were coming to devour the bodies of her children. And so today, I want to say moms are still that way. They're fighting diligently against any predators that come against their children. Man, whenever you try to mess with somebody's, uh, uh, a mom's child, man, it's like that mother bear comes out. Am I correct? And uh, they'll do anything. And so they are out there today uh, protecting their children. And I believe that that's not only a mom's job, but I believe it's a parent's job that we stand diligently today against the vultures of our culture, right? The vultures of our culture that are trying to prey on our children, on the minds of our children, and the enemy, uh, the devil himself, is trying to devour our children from different directions, and we got to do everything we can to fight for the minds and the hearts of our children. Don't give up. The Bible says Rispa did not give up. She didn't give up hope. Even though they'd passed away, she did not give hope that her children were going to be buried properly. She did everything that she could to fight for her children's body. And finally, if you know the story, in 2 Samuel chapter 21, King David was told about what this mom had done. He was told what Rispa had done. And he said, you know what? Give these children or give these bodies the proper burial. And she, he went ahead and conceded because this woman fought for the bodies of her children. And oh, that's what a mom does. A mom's love, friend, is, is something that you cannot even imagine. And the Bible tells us the same about God. His love is so powerful and his love is so great. Uh, the Bible says, for as the heavens are, are higher in Isaiah 55, 9, than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So God's ways, God's thoughts are higher, his deeper than we could ever understand. Even a mother's love is deeper than we can understand. And let me read you another scripture, Isaiah 49, 15. Never can a mother forget her nursing child. It said, can she feel no love for the child that was born? But even if it were possible, God says, I cannot forget you. So God says he loves us as the mother loves a nursing child. This is the love of God, and this is God reaching out to you. And this is a mother's love for her children. It has to be commended. I'll share you kind of a funny story here. This, there was the grandmother telling her granddaughter good night. And the little girl said, Mommy and Daddy have, are entertaining some very important people downstairs, aren't they? And the grandma agreed. She said, yes. How did you know this? She said, the little girl said, just listen. Mommy is laughing 
at all of daddy's jokes. So that's what a kid knows. He is very keen. A kid knows and they know what is going on. And I'm going to uh, I'm going to uh, finish with this last story because I believe today it really shows us a demonstration of the power of a mom and the power of, of a mom can change a nation. And literally moms have changed nations. Women that have stood for God, women that have feared God have made a difference. Many times men get more credit than they deserve. And even in the Bible sometimes we don't recognize that so many of the great men was because there were great moms and that's why they became great men. And so uh, all these men out there today that you're successful and you're doing well, if you look back, it was because of what your mom did. And the Bible tells us in the book of Exodus chapter 2, uh, that uh, we know that it was Jacobed, which was the mom of Moses. It was during the time when all the children were being executed in Exodus chapter 2. And the Bible says that Jacobed could not, uh, they said they, they wanted to get rid of all, any male children. And uh, the Bible said that she, she raised that baby as long as she could until she realized uh, that they're going to find out that she had this male child. And so the Bible says that she put him in a basket, if you know the story of Moses, and she took care of him and she put him in a basket, but she watched where that basket was going. She sent her daughter to watch where that basket was going and basically to take care of that baby. Now, here's the, here's the wonderful thing about this story because the Bible says that Pharaoh had commanded all these male children to, to die. In fact, he told the midwives, he said, I want you when, when uh, a Hebrew woman is giving birth, if it's, a, if it's a male child, I want you to execute it. And these, these midwives said, we're not going to do it because they wanted to control the population of the male children and they were killing these babies. It was abortion all the way back when you go back in Exodus. Now, I'm not getting political, I'm getting biblical, okay? I'm not being politically correct, but I'm being biblically correct because we know that life begins in the womb. If you read the book of Psalms 139, the Bible says that he made us delicately our body knit together in our mother's womb and so we know that again these midwives even though they, this was not their babies the, they were mothers they had a mother's heart and they took care of these babies and they would not they would not execute these babies and so this is how Jacobet was able to have Moses and the scripture says that Moses was raised in Pharaoh's house. The very male child that he wanted to execute was in his own home because there was a woman that stood and refused to go along with the system and Moses became the great deliverer and Moses became the great man of God. And the first five books of the Bible are referenced to Moses because there was a woman that loved God and feared God. Was, and because of that, there was a great man of God. So I want to say to you that all of you moms are making a difference. No matter what your position is, no matter what your post is today, I'm here to tell you that you moms are making a difference. Look at what even Paul the Apostle says in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. It says, we're not looking for praise from men 
and not from you or anyone else, he said, as an apostle of Christ, we could have been a burden to you, but we are gentle among you. He said, what? Like a mother caring for her children. We love you so much that we are delighted to share with you not only the gospel of our God, but our lives as well, because you have become so dear to us. So Paul the apostle, when he talks about loving people, when he talks about the church, when he talks about the love of God, man, the greatest comparison is that of a mom. And I'll finish with this in just a minute here. A daughter went to her mom and said, Mom, what's it like to have the greatest daughter in the world? And the mom said, I don't know, dear. You're going to have to ask your grandmother. Hallelujah. And so there you go. These moms are so awesome and they're so great today. And I just want to say to all you moms, we want you to have a wonderful day. We want you to enjoy today because you know what? Moms aren't perfect. Moms are just anointed and have grace of God on their life. And a mother's love today, I'm telling you, could never be compared to anything else, only to God's love. And so I want to just take a moment here. I want to pray for all you moms. We want to celebrate you again today. We want to say to you that your day is special, that I know you're just not a mom on Mother's Day, but you're a mom every day. And maybe you don't have your own biological children. Maybe you're an aunt. Maybe you're a sister. Uh, whoever you may be, maybe you're just uh, that person that just loves children and you're making a difference in their life. I want to encourage you today that, you know what, your example and your inspiration is changing the lives of people. And who knows, there may be a Moses among you. There may be a Paul and Apostle among you. There may be some great men that you are inspiring because of your example and your love and your grace for them. So I want to pray for every mother, whether you're a young mother, uh, whether you're a grandmother, however old you are, maybe whether you're, uh, all of your children are raised already and uh, they're, they're already living on their own, whether all your children are out, are out of the house, you're still a mom. You never change. And again, whether you're that sister or you're that aunt or that friend or that next-door neighbor that is helping those children and ministering to those children, whether you're that Sunday school teacher, wherever you're at, I want to say happy Mother's Day to you. And I want to pray a special blessing over your life today. And I want to pray for God's grace and favor over you today. So let's take a moment here. And so I want to pray for all the moms that are out there listening to, uh, to me as we, as we get ready to conclude the service in just a few moments. And we're going to pray over you. Then we're going to announce all the winners as well. But I want to take a moment to pray. I want to pray for God's blessing, God's strength on your life today. So, Father, we thank you for the wonderful moms, Lord, that you've given us. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for a mom. And so, Father, we thank you today for their lives and all that they give, the sacrifice, so many moms that put themselves second and put their children even before themselves. They, they care so much about the needs of their children and they're willing to be second at any moment because, God, you've made them that way and they have such a grace on them. So I pray for blessing on them. I pray for moms that may not be feeling so valuable right now. That, uh, Lord, I pray the Holy Spirit will remind them that they are valuable, that they are important, 
that God, even for single moms that are out there, that maybe, Lord, they're on their own for whatever reason. They're raising their children, and they, they have both roles right now. They're praying, uh, playing the role of a mom and a dad, and so that's very difficult. And so, God, I, we recognize them today. They are people of honor, these single moms. So I pray today for the blessing and grace and strength and wisdom upon every mom today, God, that you would help them, that you would give them favor. And even during this pandemic, Lord, it could even be more difficult as many of them are, are, are being teachers as well. They're, they're homeschooling and some of them are working and homeschooling and doing all of these different things. God, I pray for grace. I pray for favor. I pray for anointing. I pray today, Lord, that you'll let them know how valuable and how worthwhile they are and what a big difference they're making in so many lives. And God, their children today would grow up to be great people, great men and women of God, that Lord, today, they're not wasting their time, but God, their time is so valuable and their time today is well worth it. So I pray today for strength, spiritual strength, physical strength, mental strength right now. I pray for them that they're going through some anxiety in their life right now. Them, maybe though they're experiencing even stress and, or, or, or worry or anxiousness, lift it from their shoulder. I pray for the peace of God over every mom right now. And I pray God bless them today in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's message from Praise Chapel Paramount. If you want to stay connected, follow us online with Facebook and Instagram at PC Paramount or visit our website at praisechapelparamount.com.